welcome to the Business Benchmark Group podcast, where you'll learn how to think strategically about your business and discover that while business is not easy, it doesn't need to be hard. With over 20 years experience in turning stalling businesses into thriving enterprises, here is your host, Stefan Kazakis, the founder and CEO of Business Benchmark Group. Good afternoon and welcome to this week's episode of the Tradies Hour. Before we get going and uh, I introduce our guests here this afternoon, I just want to know exactly where you're at. Go into the chat, go into the comments, let us know where you're at, which city you might be in and, and ultimately, um, how's your week been as it relates to what a week it's been in trade and construction all over Australia and more specifically here in Melbourne and, and Victoria and uh, the Eastern States. In saying that though, I mean, where is your actual focus right now? I mean, what are you focusing on as it relates to your trades and construction business? Are you focusing on a what is otherwise deemed as a swelling work in progress? Because the work ain't evaporating. It ain't being paused and or being diminished. It's actually just swelling and moving into October and November. And you have an opportunity as a leader in your trade and construction-based business. What are you actually controlling so that you can come out in the week, two weeks, three weeks, Side and be be again ready for what is going to be a swelled, a very swelled and uh, and larger than ever before uh, work in progress. I, I just feel the opportunity continues to be massive. I feel what's happened in the last week or so, and the last two years or so. If you truly want to go back to the start of this whole uh, nightmare called COVID, I guess you know it's taught many of us to be nimble, to be flexible, to be definitely in control of uh, where where and what is happening next. I just want to um, introduce our. Our, uh, our next guest and uh, the drain man, the big Brendan Dover will be joining us a little later on and uh, he's, he's stuck actually, he's stuck in, a, in, a, in an interesting situation as is the case for many of us. Things are happening every minute of the day. So go into the comments, let us know where you're from, which city you're from, where, where, where exactly is your trade and or construction business and uh, let's get the show started. I want to uh, introduce our, our guest for today um, is, is Matt Adams who runs an amazing business called Tradey Wraps. He's working with up to 20 trade-based, construction-based businesses weekly and he's helping them understand, hang on, you don't need to have the most expensive side-ridden vehicle out there, you need to have the most effective and most appealing as it relates to best first impressions. And uh, without further ado, I want to introduce uh, Matt to the room. Matt, how are you, mate? How are you doing? Yeah, doing well, Stefan. Uh, thanks for having us on. And yeah, we're really glad to be here. Uh, definitely, it's interesting times at the moment. So tradey wraps and, and working with trade and construction-based businesses, uh, specifically in Victoria for your business. I know you're expanding into other states in the next little while, but what do you see as, um, again, the flavour, the trend, particularly in the last week where it's been a little, you know, interesting and confronting for the industry? Yeah, well, I mean, there's, you know, two sides to it, I suppose. One is that there's a lot of trades that are sort of a bit concerned about not having you know, being able to work at the moment, but then the other other side of it is that gives them time to actually get a few things organised, including their vehicle graphics, which is, that's great for us. Yeah, and um, as it relates to your story, how did, how did you end up, um, I mean, you could have been sign writing retailers' windows, you know, 50% off. Uh, buy two, get one free. You could have been doing that as your chosen sign-ridden, uh, sign-writing uh, business. How did you choose Tradies and Construction and, and how did that come about? Well, Tradies, 
I mean, we love cars. Like I've always loved cars and that, that was sort of, you know, I got into the signage industry through working with some V8 supercar teams. And then it's sort of obviously extended into road cars and, and tradies specifically. Um, now, a lot of tradies, you know, we find them to be genuine people. They're no nonsense. Um, they're time poor. They're down to earth. Um, and that's the sort of people we like to think we are, apart from being time poor, but we're down to earth and we like to work with those sort of people. And we just feel like, you know, if we can help their business to grow, which we, you know, have a genuine passion about small business and we want to see people's business grow, but in turn, that actually helps our business as well, because as they grow, they're putting more vehicles on the road. And yeah, it's just, yeah, whatever it is, we love cars, we love wrapping cars, we love making cars look good. And in turn, that gives, gives us, a you know, I suppose, a little business to run and also helps to uh, expand, you know, in what, like you said, we're looking at going nationwide in the next little while, but it's just, yeah, it's just helped um, us give a, have a focus for our business really, I suppose, rather than just doing shop windows and other things. So when you think about trade and construction-based businesses and, and the whole miracle, you know, when you think about the miracle of business, the miracle of growing a business, the, the miracle of leading a business, let alone the courage of saying, I want to start a business. And you started in trade and construction and, and you know, before too long, you're realising, holy moly, I've got a bit more to worry about here, more customers, more team, more assets, more vehicles, more, 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 more. And you're sort of stuck in the middle. So you'd be seeing on a weekly basis, you'd be seeing heaps of business owners who are in, 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 in their own view, are they business owners or are they best tradies who are turning up saying, it's time to get our vehicles sign written. And, and, and what I want to hear right now is, uh, and welcome, Brendan. Thanks for, uh, did you sort out that situation? No doubt you did. <laughs> You're here. Yeah. Mate, how are you? Good afternoon. We're just uh, in, 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 at the start of a conversation with Matt from Tradie Raps, and he's sharing, uh, you know, we're just about to get into the good, the bad, and the ugly as it relates to what tradies ask for to get their vehicles signed. How are you, mate? How's your week been? Uh, yeah, good, good. Um, full on. Um, coming off a long weekend for some people. Uh, I don't understand how business owners can have a long weekend, but some of them do, so... Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, <laughs> the interesting bit about that, it was almost confusing. And I think it sort of went a long way to confusing people big time in a negative way. Um, it was the grand final public holiday here in Victoria. And we're all from, from Victoria in this room. So we know how, how amazing that was to be reminded. You can't go anywhere, mate. You can have a public holiday, but you can't go anywhere. Like it's just, it's almost becoming like farcical, isn't it? Who would have been a cop? I said they know for all the tea in China, you wouldn't wear a copper, surely. Yeah, no, it's tough, very tough. Um, we'll, come, we'll come back to a bit more uh, what, what exactly is going on in the world of the Drayman and, uh, and and the week that's been in a moment. So, Matt, just coming back to you and, um, you know, you're getting a lot of people knocking on your door, young tradies, mature tradies, older tradies, makes no difference. They're knocking on your door and saying, hey, I think it's time we did something with that. And uh, I want that. It's like going to the cosmetic surgeon, I guess. I want that to look 20 years younger. <laughs> but in fairness, give, give me some stories. Give, share some stories. What, what, what's the craziest request you've had in the last, I don't know, six to 12 months as it relates to tradie wraps? Yeah, well, I mean, talking about going to the cosmetic surgeon, 
you know, had a young guy turn up. He's just sort of gone out into his own sort of construction maintenance sort of business, had an old Mitsubishi Express van and he drags me out the front to have a look at it and pretty much got rust hanging off it everywhere and, and the paint was in just terrible condition and, and it was white and he's like, I want it wrapped black. You know, that's my colours. I want it to be black and, you know, black is the worst colour to wrap over dints and rust and that you see everything. I, I said to him, look, you know, probably you need to get it painted. Oh, okay. I'll sort that out. And he heads off and, you know, lo and behold, the next morning he turns up and the van is black <laughs> and he and his dad have painted it in the driveway at home. Um, you know, no masking anything up and there's just runs hanging off. It was barely dry. Um, and, <laughs> You know, we did actually end up being able to wrap it, but I did ask him to leave it with us for a few weeks while the paint dried so that the wrap would actually stick to it. And, I mean, that, that was that was humble beginnings for his business, but, you know, we've wrapped three or four cars for him since and he's, he's certainly up the ante as far as the quality of his vehicles. So I believe you've got a bit of a montage to share with us here this afternoon regarding, you know, some some some... I'm going to say the good and the and the very good as it relates to you know the difference between full wraps, half wraps. You know you got you got a tradie that's turning up a tradie based business that's you know truly growing their business. So a budget is very important, and utilizing that budget effectively is the most most important thing. As we know, a business benchmark group being really clear about the uh, the, the 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 budget and ultimately the outcome that you're striving for. So over to you, talk, talk us through some of these. Uh, so that, that's your fleet, if I'm not mistaken there, Matt. Give us a bit of a rundown on this. Yeah, so, I mean, we've got our, our own fleet and we like to use that, you know, to give example of how, you know, you can use your wrap. And, I mean, what we've got here is just half wraps. I mean, we've got a twin cab ute there. We've got a single cab ute in the van. And, I mean, you know, they all look quite, you know, as far as I know, they, they look pretty good and they certainly attract a lot of attention on the road. And, you know, those two utes, I think the twin cab costs us six grand, the single cab was about five. Like, so they're not, they're not. As in the cost know, of the car. Yeah, the cost of the okay. car, sorry. Yeah, the cost just, of the car. Just making so sure that the signage isn't bad. But um, they've sort of, you know, they've got an effective wrap, you know, nice and bold. We've used the picture of the guys on there to try and just attract a bit of, you know, when someone looks at you, you tend to look back at them. So our, our two tradies on there, Max and Ben, um, you know, they're looking at you. So it just draws your eyes to our logo. Um, and that's, that's the way we've chosen to promote our vehicles or our business in the same way as we say you don't need a full wrap to to have a good promotion of your, vehicle, of your business through your vehicle wraps. So, Matt, just here, just very quickly, just just what's the difference between a half wrap and a full wrap? Because that looks pretty full to me, mate. Yeah, well, <laughs> the half wrap, um, I suppose if you if you look, you can we're utilising the paint of the car. So on the front guards, the white is still the paint. We haven't wrapped the roof up around the windows and even the lower section of the back. It actually takes quite a bit of vinyl out of it and a lot of time out of the wrap to just run that strip up the side rather than wrapping every little curve of the vehicle. So, um, so how, how many trades do you get coming up and saying, no, no, I don't want a half wrap, mate. I want a full wrap because I'm the best at what I do and my mates, I've got to show my mates how good I am. In, in all fairness, just that ego part, which is understandable, right? Yeah. How do you help 
a young and or up and coming trade based business understand whoa, 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 the budget that you would have spent for a full wrap save it for the next three vehicles and we'll give you the best looking because that looks amazing what i'm seeing it just give me give me yeah. continue with your montage as we're going but how do you yeah. help a young tradie and and i'll get you to uh sort of chime in here too uh brendan how do you i mean when you did your first car wraps what about seven eight years ago yeah. 10 years ago maybe oh yeah it's 12 years ago yeah, well, here we are. There's there's the latest looking uh, U-Butte fleet of the Drain Man, mate. Beautiful big truck too, mate. I was um, that is impressive. Yeah, it's a serious piece of uh, equipment. But how look? How good does the brand look there without the character caricature? I'm thinking because you're um, you're doing business with that big truck with business to business. It's a it's a very different target market. So you've got to be skeptical about what you're putting on that truck. As an example, aren't you, Brendan? Yeah, well, the, the advantage of using um, the MotoSign team is they've got a design capability as well. So we sort of uh, went to the team asking them to help us out with a new design because we weren't happy with where they were at probably four or five years ago. Uh, and that's what we... That's where we, we've sort of, we're, we're at at the moment. No doubt that'll change again. Uh, but uh, we've, we've got to this stage at least. And it's interesting to, uh, to see the three different looks and, and how you've, again, you're, you've maintained the integrity of the brand. And depending on the vehicle and who the vehicle in your business, which is a little larger, right? You've got 58 vehicles on the, uh, on the ground as we speak. Yeah. You, um, you, you. From what I see here, again, if I'm the outsider looking in, I'm looking at a uh, a very clear decision, a strategic decision, which vehicles will have the full suite of the brand versus you know a business to business looking feel versus a business to consumer looking feel. But the brand is the brand; it's the drain man, right? And yeah. first impressions are very important. And to me, each one of these vehicles and the signage for me tells me what type of um so i'm thinking the uh the little the little van up the top there is utilized more for um uh, um um more, more personnel the one down the bottom here is more business to consumer and the one in the, the big one obviously is for your big jobs that are uh, very business to business you know water authorities and and what have you would that be fair to say just looking at this yeah yeah absolutely um and we sort of take an attitude that less is more. Uh, I don't know whether Matt will probably um, enhance what I mean there, because uh, he'll talk the lingo, but um, uh, you don't necessarily have to have too much information on your uh, on your trucks to get the message across. Yeah, I agree. And, and Brendan, I you know, you obviously do a lot of, you know, other marketing, um, you know, I hear your, your radio ads all the time. Um, I think I've seen you a little bit on the TV, maybe on Channel 31. Um, and would you say it's like, you know, all of this stuff ties together and there wouldn't be many people that see one of your vehicles on the road and don't actually say to themselves, the drain man, <laughs> you know, which is, comes from the radio. So it's connecting your advertising together in all different facets. Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, it's pretty important that you get a clear message out there 
because they're they're basically they're moving billboards, um, and and the investment into into a, a wrap of a vehicle is is should be considered significant. So just on that, Matt, as you just flick over, just give us a bit more of a montage as we go with this. You know, the importance, as we just heard there, the importance to think it through, attention to detail. Less is more. Like, look at this. I mean, this is this is not an over-the-top car um, car signage, but there's enough there to give us, again, the name of the business. It tells me exactly what's what, what, what this business does. It's constructions. There's a phone number. There's a website. I've also seen in recent times on the road QR codes are taking, you know, they're taking some real estate now on 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 business vehicles and assets, and I think it's a smart idea because our population is very um, very educated as it relates to QR codes. But attention to detail and helping again work within a budget, help people understand it's a long term investment. Like vehicle signage, you think about it, if something's costing you a thousand dollars and it lasts what. 24, 36, 60 months, if you divvy that up, it's like, you know, it's a $5, it's a $3, it's a $2 a day investment over that period. And and um, it, it, is, it is critical as it relates to attracting the right clients and keeping them. How do you help people make decisions as it relates to their budgets yeah, and so, attention to detail? Yeah, so the... Um you know, doing your advertising on your car, like for most tradies, you know, in the past, they would have, you know, literally spent thousands and Brendan would have done this in the past on yellow pages, advertising. Um, now it's Google. Most tradies are spending a lot of money on Google advertising. And when you start to compare it to what you can, you know, spend a few thousand dollars on your vehicle and, and spend it once, you know, once for three, four, five, six years, it's actually very economical. And so, I mean, you sort of look at this vehicle here and then you look at this next one and you go, well, there's two ends of the spectrum as far as sort of bling, you know, versus a little bit more simple. And the question I always ask the customer is, what, what are you trying to achieve? You know, if you're Optus or Telstra or some sort of telecommunications, you might just need something to show that you're, a pro, you know, professional business, you're not really trying to pump any advertising. You might just want people to know who you are when you turn up at their house, you know, but if you actually want to attract attention on the road and, you know, you tell a story about your business, you know, you're going to need something a little bit more because, you know, we're seeing, you know, we all see thousands of cars on the road every day when we drive around. Most of them are silver or white. Um, you know, two shades of bland. And if we see a car that stands out, we're going to remember it. And it's it's just going to reinforce your brand to your own customers as well when they see you out and about. And again, you know, just first impressions here, right? This is me and I get to see a lot of this on the road. I also get to work with a lot of this. When I see a vehicle like this and I see a mobile number, automatically in my mind, I'm thinking small, very small business. And if this dude that's driving this van is not coming to my home or, or my place of business that I might need this, it's going to be hard to catch them. So that mobile number, as much as it needs to be on this van, and this is my views, right? If you're growing a, a trade-based business that's going somewhere and you're truly committed to that, and by the way, this is the tradies hour, 
Thank you, everybody, for being here. Please let us know where you are. Please go into the comments and uh, let us know how, how you're finding this show today. Ask any questions. Let us know where you're, uh, where you're coming in from, what your business is. However, if I see a mobile phone, a mobile number on a car like this, I'm now starting to think one or two-man band. That can be a negative depending on who I am as a customer, Right. If I now think a little further, there we go. Thank you, mate. Nice segue. If I now look at a 1300 number, that's just taken away the mystery. That's taken away the mystery of, geez, I wonder. Now, those three vehicles weren't in the same place at the same time, and I didn't know there was three vans or 10 vans in this business. So when it comes to sign writing and or um, promoting public-facing collateral of your business, do your best not to just have your mobile number being the only number because that paints a perception of very small and could be very busy and I can't get to you, right? So this is a really good example. Um, is this a half wrap or a full wrap, Matt? Uh, this is definitely uh, probably on the lower end of a half wrap. Um, there's plenty of, plenty of original paint showing there. So that and you know that's very you know using their logo in that large format is a very effective way of attracting attention yeah really good because again the coverage there is amazing tell us about this one this looks to me this looks like almost full wrap yeah so the prestige pianos uh one there that's you know that's basically the van's been wrapped in a satin black we put gold and white um writing on it and that does the job for his business he's into tuning grand pianos you know he's in the prestige industry and his van looks prestigious um so that's why you know it is very important to actually match match your van or your ute or your signage with what is the perception you're trying to give to your customer um, and the first impression perception yeah that first impression yeah because most you know, most tradies that are on the road, well, there's only two impressions they're going to give to a customer. And one is for their them and their appearance and the other one's their vehicle as they turn up. So it's just, you know, for this guy, he's setting the standards straight up. If that van pulls up at my place to tune my grand piano that I don't have, um, he, I'm, I know what to expect and that's going to be a top-notch job. Interesting. So do you help, do you help your uh, clients... Again, just just think or think a little further or deeper as it relates to this. Yeah, we always always have the conversation about you know what is the image they're trying to get across. Um, you know, are you a high end plasterer? Are you a, just a standard domestic plasterer? Because you know we don't want to make it look like a million dollars, as in like this prestige piano. If you're doing ukuleles down at the local fair, you know it's not going to attract the right kind of customer or it's going to turn off the right kind of customer. So it is important to have that conversation about what is the feel that you're trying to portray with your vehicle. You were also sharing with me a couple of years ago, you had a client, uh, a client that was a little pissed off with his team. He goes, mate, I've got to put a rocket up them. And he, uh, he turned up with a beaten up ute apparently. And he said, turn it into a rocket. And you said, what? And, uh, and this is what you did for him. Yeah, you actually. So, so, what is this? <laughs> yeah, so well, this is an old Holden one ton of Ute, and um, he's like, I want to want to make it into a rocket car. So, you know, we designed up a rusty wrap for him, 
um, couple of old 44 gallon drums on the back with also, you know, we designed up the wrap for that, a bit of area 51. And believe it or not, the, the sort of flamethrowers at the back are a couple of plastic plant pots from Bunnings. <laughs> um, just screwed on the back and uh, I mean, he loved it and it certainly got the message across to his guys. That reminds me of Brendan about in 2001 when his team wouldn't understand how important it was not to throw everything in the bin. After four weeks of Brendan sharing with his team, uh, mate, you don't throw things in the bin. He, uh, we had a chat the night before our toolbox on the Tuesday morning, and uh, and we agreed that he'll Brendan will turn up with a thousand dollars in twenty dollar notes, and to make his point, he'll walk to the toilet and flush his thousand dollars. Now, Brendan's a drain man, so he made sure there was a cap, <laughs> there was a there was a trap downstream that he could catch his thousand dollars, and we eventually got the thousand bucks back. But from that day in two thousand one. The team at the Drayman has, uh, let's say, put less uh, less stuff in the bin that's been half used. Is that right, Brendan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've well, all been there. We've all, all wanted to shred some $100 bills in front of our staff just to make a point. So we've got a couple of minutes here, guys. Um, from your perspective, Matt, and, and the next, you know, 30, 40, 60, 80 days as we come out of what has been a, a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience, 18, 19 months by the time we're out, this COVID experience um, and get, get hopefully back into the, the space of being normal and COVID normal and bloody life normal. What do you see as the next um, three, six, 12 months as it relates to the trade and construction industry? What are you seeing? Well, I think there's a lot of catch up to do. Like there is such a well of, of jobs that have just had to be put on hold or been slowed down by the current situation. So I just think in the trades and construction, they're, they're not going to be a weekend where you're actually going to get to spend time with your family because there's going to be so many people knocking on your door saying, I need that job done. Um, and that I think that's going to go from, you know, small trades to large trades. There's, you know, that's an area where government, puts a lot of stimulus when needed. So I can't really see things um, slowing down too much in the next six to 12 months. And Brennan, from your perspective and the week that's been and the week ahead, but most importantly, the next 60, 90, 100 days, how do you see the, uh, the industry, particularly the industry you're in until Christmas and then to February, which I always refer to this period as you've got to see as far as the 15th of February, you've got to look at your schedule, where are, the, where, are, where are the holes, where are the peaks, and how do you ensure you're in control of the holes and the peaks? Um, how do you see the next uh, three, six, nine months, mate? Uh, well, our industry is very different. We're an essential service and we're, we're tied up with, um, with water authorities and government departments. Uh, Labor shortage and material supply are two of the key elements for the next six months for us. Um, and, and continuity of, of supply of work is, is going to be very, very important because, you know, um, strange things are happening out there. Uh, and it's been, it's been sort of up and down. It's been very turbulent from our perspective. I mean, we've had, we've had some growth. Uh, no doubt, um, but there has been turbulence and I think that's going to continue for a while. Um, and we're going to have to, we're going to have to hunt for people in a, you know, in a much different way to what we have in the past. In terms of building team, 
Yeah. Yeah, and I and I feel um, you know, as has been the case in the past, as will be in the future, if if you're a if you're a strong leader with clear vision and you are you are truly going to your edge. If you're building a business that's going to the edge, you're in a trades and construction business that's at the edge and pushing, being in that unhealthy position of the edge and you're pushing. Similar to the 20-minute mark of the third quarter of the AFL Grand Final, you just go to your edge and you go, whack. I feel A-grade people get attracted to something that's going somewhere. And if you think about like ProFinish, an amazing, an amazing small-based trade-based business um, in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Adam Maloney, an amazing leader, no different to you, Brendan. Pretty clear about purpose, pretty clear about the rules, pretty clear about this is who we are and this is what we are here to do and continue doing. And he's growing an almighty team. And, um, and, and you know, strong leadership is about clarity of where are we and where are we going. So if you um, if, you, if you're clear about where you're going, Brendan, and you are, my God, you are, and, um, and Matt, thank you for being here and sharing again some examples. And keep the, keep the scroll going if you want to, mate. Um, I just think strong leadership attracts good people. In a tight labour market, good people are looking for job security. In a loose labour market, good people are looking for great job security. And the thing that defines good job security in a trade and construction-based business, it is a business that's going somewhere and everyone is given a chance to belong and go on that journey. That's the difference. That's why I refer to strong leadership. Strong leadership has got nothing to do with the guy or girl up the top. It's got to do with the ability to allow everyone to have a say on where we're going and what the standards are the standards of excellence. At Business Benchmark Group, we have a, an event. What, what date's our event, Matt? What, what date are you hosting us to run an event with you, mate? Uh, I think it is it the 16th. Mate, it's the 14th and you better uh, get that right. So <laughs> the 14th of October, we're running an event um, through um, um, the, the Tradies Wraps um, um, portal. So go out and check out his website. For anyone, anyone in a trade-based business that knows someone in a trade-based business that you feel would be a great interview, please put in the chat or direct message me. Who would you suggest or recommend is a great interview in one of the upcoming Tradies Hour um, 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 show that we've got live here on LinkedIn. Every Monday at 4.30 to 5-ish, we're running this uh, the, trade, the, uh, the Tradies Hour live LinkedIn show and uh, we're going out to Facebook and, and YouTube in, in the coming weeks as well. But in saying that, be really clear about what you are controlling. In a trade-based business, it's up to you. If it's meant to be, it's up to you to lead. Yes, we have somehow got a bit of a handbrake going, but right now that handbrake does not equal an ice block that's melting. It's actually going to mean that your business is going to be swelling. And as the leader, you better be clear about how you're controlling and or navigating the schedule and no overtime. Get the schedule sorted so that everyone in every piece of your business is, is heading in the right direction. Brendan, I want to thank you for being here again this afternoon and uh, I look forward to the upcoming uh, uh, the Trady Hour series. And, and Matt, thank you for sharing an amazing uh, an amazing um, sharing. If anybody wanted to get in touch with you, Matt, what's the best way to get in touch with you, mate? Yeah, thank you, you can look... Don't give me a mobile number. Uh, no, no, you can look us up on the web 
call us on 1300 728 251. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Uh, that's where you'll see all our latest pictures and yeah. And, and, and if I was to knock on your door, is it possible to speak to you direct? It certainly is. Just ask for me and you can get, get through the gatekeeper and, and I'll talk to you. Brilliant. Um, in saying that, everybody, have a great afternoon. Have an awesome afternoon. Thank you for being here. The Tradies Hour will continue every Monday, same time, same channel, 4.30pm and upwards and onwards to everyone. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Take care. Cool. Thank you. Bye. For more information about Business Benchmark Group's coaching, education, and training programs, visit businessbenchmarkgroup.com.au or call 03 0878. If you liked this podcast, please rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud and leave feedback as well. Stefan shares so much value in all his podcasts and we encourage you to go through the archives and listen to other episodes of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Thank you for listening.